Hey guys, I'm Brittany. I'm Maria. And this is maybe gonna be the Be More podcast. We'll see what maybe. happens. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. She just we were talking, we were like, what are you talking about? And all of a sudden she's like, wait, and then hit record. I'm like, oh, I'm not even ready. What are we talking about? Sorry. My <laughs> spastic brain is literally just like beep boop bop beep separating things like my brain yeah. in the background just now looked across the room and was like oh I need to go handle that thing that's over there that I put up there as a reminder it's I've also been doing like home projects we're so obsessed like, like I also have been looking at stuff I'm like I need to fix it I fix it I'm like oh I guess I'm that type of person right now it's so satisfying there was a thing that I had to like hot glue like about I think of three or four weeks ago that I finally did yesterday and I was like yes yeah I finally yeah I finally like fixed my work desk again where because I used to have wires everywhere on the ground I don't know if you remember how like messy it was mm. on the ground along with my pc computer I moved it up and there's no wires on the ground when so like Dan's now getting organized Dan's gonna get um they make all these nifty like things that you can put in or using the wall now to cover up wires behind tvs and stuff they have like this one that's like a hole that like a little cut through it and you put it through and you filter the wire down through the wall which is kind of cool yeah i will say there is never i have an obsession now with watching like home renovation videos and then my other Oh, actually, we could talk about something else, too. So my other two um, obsessions, (laughs) my other two obsessions of, like, reels or, like, TikTok videos right now are cleaning videos, which is... Oh, they're so satisfying. Why? Why is that so satisfying? And I've, like, started to skim the surface of listening to ASMR videos. Oh, you're starting with ASMR now? I've never gotten because I so I think I like came across one real randomly and what like listening to it so I'm not really big into like the visual ones or like the instructional ones like I I'm really big into like this the sound like white noise Uh, type yeah um and I was like listening to a couple different ones and I was like getting the tingles Oh, it's working. So then it's working. Like yeah. the like yeah. relaxation tingles. And I was like, ooh, this is great. It, it's addicting though. Like it's a problem how easily accessible it is, but it's addicting. <laughs> and then I found this one um, that I don't remember the name of her account. So sorry. But she does like, she fills a bowl with water and like, um, like beads, <laughs> like jewelry beads. And oh, then yeah, like stirs it with a wooden spoon <laughs> and it sounds ridiculous but i could all day all day and i just bought um that yeah. should be coming to the house soon i just bought like a wind chime to put in our backyard okay and you know like the delicate like ding 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 like I there's do, i do enjoy that sound when i'm walking Haru out and like my neighbors are like wind chimes like randomly and they just like go and i'm like oh that's very relaxing maybe i should get one it's I feel like I'm stepping into the time of like really (laughs) exploring just like pleasant sounds the other day when we were cooking dinner um I was playing like smooth jazz music and I was like I'm 
all into You're this adult. feel right now. I'm listening to smooth jazz while I cook in my kitchen. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Um, an adult with a home. That's what happened to you. But yeah, I'm like really like, and I'm very specific about like what sounds I don't and do Enjoy. like now. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I it's nice that you can ASMR. find I can't believe I found it and I like go was going I don't there's like a whole weird world of like food ones and like people chewing and stuff and I was like nah I'm good. Oh, I don't but, like those. Like the sounds that uh it's just really interesting and it's really interesting that I'm very curious about the whole world of people who do it and make the sounds because they like make sounds with their mouths and like they have to be really creative about like the objects that they use and it's I don't know if you have you ever had like fake like fake nails before no like, but I know had, the sound right the, like yeah. I've I remember and it's funny if you think about when we were kids and people used yeah. to tap on their desks with pencils right and they would I get yelled at for, okay well you get like kid. yelled at for it like that, or, that like, sound the yeah the yeah it's like that repetitive it almost kind of falls into white noise but it's like the pattern there's just something about it that's Mm -hmm. addictive and peaceful and like I used to one of the biggest reasons why I would love to have nails is I would love to just like tap on something tap on something with them and 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 like run my fingers across stuff when I have nails and it's really really interesting what people do with their nails on these like they find different objects to run their nails across and make all of these different sounds and it just I mm-hmm. thought it was so cool I, that is, whole world interests me I think it's super interesting and like a lot of them make money oh yeah well like, ends up, which is great. what ends up happening is they end up they getting it. like products sent to them that they mm-hmm. could use to make noise with and yeah I, there, I, I just the cool. whole the science behind it like I don't know how you get into that realm because you have to like learn how to make the different sounds with your mouths and know what sounds are appropriate um and then they have to do like audio like lay audio over their videos oh, in order to 100%. make it more clear but I I uh-huh. yep I started listening to it it's dangerous because I spend more time on my phone when I find them because then I just like scroll through them mindless ASMR um, videos but yeah, I highly encourage if you're anyone's having a stressful day. ASMR does help. Yeah, or just put some ice cubes in a cup and just like stir it and listen to the sound oh. of it. It's I thought you were gonna say <laughs> what? I thought you were gonna say like when you're having a stressful day, which to me is equivalent to like anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like get some ice cubes and just like throw it on your body somehow. Because like that I will mean that too. Rigor, so, that will did you know your so I'm okay, reading, okay. um, what are you reading? I'm reading a book. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. such a fucking nerd. I'm reading a book okay. called muscle. Um, and yeah. it's all about, <laughs> I'm for anybody who doesn't already know this, I'm obsessed with the body. I think it's the most, like you can, I literally have pictures of bodies on the walls behind me. Um, really? I think the body is the most interesting engineering like bodies are just wild um and specifically i'm obsessed with muscles because our body Mm -hmm. is so many different types of muscles that do all these different things and like we don't have to think about it ever so um i'm reading this book called muscle are you laughing at me nerding out real hard right now yeah um and it talks about like the history of muscle but it doesn't um 
it goes into like the anatomical like medical stuff but it talks about all of the different weird things that muscles can do and 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 how they work and how to and it's just it's so interesting um here's a little history lesson for you there like one of the first anatomist and the first physicians that ever existed his name is andre vasilius but i think he had a name before that but he changed it and made it fancier he used to take cadavers and he was also an artist he would take cadavers and he would put them in the field and he would pose them in different poses and then he would pull back the different le- like they would be they would skin them and then he would pull back the different layers of the muscles so that he could like see the different muscles in the body and then he would draw them and i'm upset there's a medical book that that has all of his pictures in it and if you like search for like uh-huh. anatomical figures I'm obsessed with them. I think they're so beautiful. So I think I'm going to get one tattooed. Mm. Um, that's your little history lesson that that used to happen, which is so cool um, and gross, but cool. Um, wow, so anyway, going back to the water thing that you brought up, did you know that one of the ways that you can, so like your heart pumps blood on its own, right? Like you can't, you don't have no control over yeah. that. One of the ways that you can kind of like, you can control your heart is if you submerge your face into really cold water oh yeah yeah like you can alter regulate it yeah yeah you can alter and like kind of like shock your heart into like either like stopping or like creating a different pattern Mm -hmm. there's another way that you can do it too that's like a you wet like a knot you using a uh like not actually whatever the hell it's called Um, yeah (laughs) an AED, yeah, but I learned that, yeah, I learned there's that another way. And then um, another really interesting thing that I learned that I thought was ridiculous. Um, I learned so many really cool things about your body. We have all these extra muscles that we don't use. Um, but if you, for somebody who, as I, and I guess I thought this was really cool because I, my bladder is a hot ass mess. If you, if you say you're somebody who becomes paralyzed and you lose nerve connections to your bladder, they can take one of your, um, like your six pack abs, like one side of your rectus abdominis mm-hmm. and they wrap it. They like, they release it from the top of your sternum and they wrap it around your bladder. And because you can actively control, like it's a muscle that you have control of whenever you feel like your bladder is full and you need to go to the bathroom, you just contract your abs and it makes you go to the bathroom. That's crazy. Wait, I- isn't this these like these are things that actually crazy. And, and did you know that it's possible for people to have uterus transplants? Who's and to six, uterus? Are you serious? Successfully bear a child with someone else's uterus, but you only use it to carry the child because they can't reattach the nerves to it. So you carry the child, but because you can't contract, like you don't get contraction. Yeah. Like, they literally just have to do like a C section. But and they're learning how to grow out of like mesh. They're learning how to grow like uteruses, uteri, uteruses. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and then with... insert like for people who end up having like to like are yeah. unable to have to to have kids. This book is so interesting. It it's a twenty twenty two release. So there's like a lot of like really interesting medical information in it. Um, I'm really excited to see what else I'm going to learn. I haven't even, I'm like barely halfway through the book. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. 
you just so you just jog my memory i am listening to a podcast right now have you heard of serial the podcast that like went viral a few years ago because no cereal not like the food that you eat but like cereal and like cereal killer cereal oh, i was honestly more interested in thinking <laughs> I, that i was in the food that you eat I'm i know not, that's why <laughs> no it's not it's not about serial killers it's just um but it's from new york times oh so it's got called cereal yeah and um the the one viral podcast like season they had was that they were going through a crime case about a kid well he was a kid now he's an adult that allegedly killed his ex-girlfriend but like had there's no evidence whatever the whole thing right now he's he's actually out because of that podcast because like the case got reopened and like they found like no that people can that's why i'm the super synopsis like yeah but so anyway so i have a new season that just came out i think last week or the week before i saw my feed and it's actually about people that went through ivf through Yale Foundation, whatever medical hospital they have, um, and how some of these women, well, a lot of these women, actually about 200 of them, it's supposed to be, like, very, not painless, but you're not supposed to feel it. But I mean, isn't felt, it a giant-ass needle? Yes, you're not supposed to feel it. Like, you know, you are, like, anesthesia, like, local, uh, whatever. Like, you're not supposed to feel that. Like at least two hundred of them did because the nurse stole the drug to like <sighs> numb the yeah. So they felt everything, and obviously the nurse is like on trial and like all this stuff. So speaking about muscles, can you imagine that? <laughs> no, the body. Sorry, trigger no. warning. Body trauma. Trigger warning. No, and especially after reading about um, because one of the sections oh, God, obviously sorry. was about like the oh. the the uterus and how the uterus yeah. contracts uh-huh. um and the 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 intensity right think about how intense like our heart works right to contract to get blood to flow and interestingly i don't even know like the 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 heart isn't even like 100 percent accurate at forcing blood to flow like it mean? only gets 50 to 70 percent of like when it contracts only 50 to 70 percent of the blood that pulls through actually goes through the rest of it just sits in the heart so what are we doing the rest of the percentage? It just pool. It just pulls <laughs> it just in pulls there until it finally heart? starts to flow through. Like there's always a little okay. bit of blood that's just like in the heart. Um, okay, but like the whole the fine. idea of it is like the heart works as long as it works for as long as it works. So it's like we're gonna let it not work as much. Um, but every time you have a heart attack, that number goes down. Uh, anyway, right. So where was I going with this? But the the level of the 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 intensity of the contractions in the heart like the uterus contractions when it does contract and think about how much a woman's uterus contracts like monthly when it has a baby, like that, the intensity of that, right. Like it really breaks down like how fucking awesome women are that they have to deal with that. Cause it goes through like how much pain it is and like the scales of all of it. Wild. Um, do you do you love seeing those reels or TikToks or just random clips that like they they have men hooked up to that like contraction yes. machine thing yes. and they like and the, like next to a woman machine. yeah yeah and like they are on like level one and they're like I can't do this and like everyone was like I'm on level ten constantly like <laughs> right I I love those videos I think they're amazing I think that I think I've told Dan on multiple occasions that if I ever actually have to go through it that he's getting that um, also so, sorry wait sorry, go ahead one one more thing because of the podcast and this might this kind of leads into it but though also another sub point of that podcast besides the whole trial i'm in the middle of it so i don't don't know the end i'm literally on episode three of like 
six or five or whatever is is women especially and this isn't this is nor like general knowledge now women obviously when their pain tolerance like they don't get as um looked into versus men because they just think that we're like not faking it but like they don't believe it you know right and so that's also why in this podcast in this trial when the women are like i can feel everything the doctors are like i don't know what's happening as opposed to stopping the procedure you know what i'm saying that's so annoying putting putting that out there that like that's so annoying woman so wait when you find out what she was doing with all of these drugs i'm very curious oh well i just got to that she was getting high (sighs) off of it what a waste fentanyl damn uh, yeah (laughs) girl and like she i I just got to the part where how many vials how are you functioning how is she alive as a nurse as a nurse 200 cases 175 vials of that shit she had on on her like oh my god if you open up one of her veins it's just gonna like pus is just gonna come out jesus yeah, lord almighty crazy, um, crazy. Uh, so like the next episode i think that i'm listening to is like her background and why she's she i whole story okay that see i would be curious i would be curious in the psychology and that wouldn't like that that's fine i could deal with that's not yeah, like she's like tearing uh, people up isn't it ironic that i don't mind listening she puts saline into into the the where it's supposed to be fentanyl like instead of the actual I mean, that's pain smart. killer, that's what that's what yes. you do. But no I one pays attention. That's the thing. No one's paying attention because they're women. I feel like, it's but no one's paying color. attention. I mean, that's like oh, the doctors Jesus are gosh. like, "Oh, we've given you the." the but you want to know what? Give you the part okay. of the problem is that the doctors and the techs and all of that and the nurses, like, there's a. I mean, you want there to be a lot of trust there, right? But it's so easy to take advantage of that. Yeah relationship um that's just uh that's just disappointing the way that the way that she got caught because i got to this point and a little bit of her background the way she got caught was finally i guess one of the doctors had text opened the well the saline it was now saline it opened to they noticed how it's supposed to be like capped and like locked and like harder to get to whereas this one just like popped open and they're like well <laughs> that's weird it's supposed to be like it's a morphine type you know right, whatever right. the drug is called it's it a that certain degree to... of like under lockdown yeah. essentially um so then she got caught I don't, you know but basically the the little background that i got was that um she's divorced or is separated from her husband he was i think abusive has children or they're they like She's a single mom now, like, you know, and all this stuff. And he's still Damn. annoying and, you know, like, court, like, you know, stuff and, like, all, all this stuff. So, like, under stress, but doesn't mean that you go steal drugs at your I mean, door. it's almost, it, like, it almost becomes impressive. Nice. But, but, and you're, like, functional to a certain extent. I, that... She's still working at Yale, like, University Hospital, whatever the Yale Hospital is. That you know part, what I mean? like, yeah. Crazy. That part's, yeah wild to me um yeah when you were talking about the it's it's so interesting to me and ironic to me that i can read about how like ghetto ass illegal doctors could like rip up bodies and put them out on lawns and stuff but i can't handle like murder stories but i like the psychology of all of it and like the i'm psychology sure i think be, gets to you like that's that's interesting to you if 
I guess because the purpose is different. Like knowing that, knowing that someone in like, I don't know, I guess it's very possible that people who like work with cadavers and stuff like enjoy that. But I, I don't know. It doesn't to some extent, right? Like it can't. But I, like, I think job. it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Maybe because they didn't kill them. Maybe that's, that's why it doesn't research. bother me. I feel like for you, right. it's like oh, they're, they're researching this. It's not like as like, like I the think, stuff that I, I think, like listen to. It's like oh, this is intriguing. And but also I think like, there's what a villain bothers me. I think what bothers me, right? I think what bothers me about like the serial killers and the murder stories is like you enjoyed that part. Like, you did that part willingly to get to the other stuff. And that, I guess, is... The psychology, I think, where I get super intrigued is probably the same as you. Is like, the psychology, like, I hate, like, just, like, listening to, like, the... Because, like, a handful of patients were interviewed for this podcast. So, like, they were describing the... Oh, like, oh, my God. Oh, I can't. Like, that stuff, like, freaks me out. Like, like feeling a needle go through the muscle... Oh, Oh, uh, just just going to the gynecologist had to is bring, like is like bad, but like I oh I had to bring Morty to the um the was one of our kittens to the vet because he yeah. ended up under unfortunately having worms when we got him and mm. they had to use so I I used to hate needles when I was a kid like I never wanted mm. anything to touch me I think I do you remember when we used to get like the I don't know if it was the um I don't remember which like vaccine or shot it was but it was like the four little dots on like a square and it would go like in our arm or in our leg maybe um i don't Um, remember which one it was and i i definitely like i kicked a doctor square in the nuts once because he came close to me with one of those so i really was not about needles growing up and then i think it really shifted when i started getting tattoos because i thought it was so interesting and i love watching it and i love that feeling of getting a tattoo like when I go to have to get blood tests done, like I watch, like, I think it's so interesting. Hmm. So I've learned my new level of tolerance with needles. So we bring Morty and he has to get like the deworming shot. And they were like, so here's what sucks about this um, solution. It's really thick. which means that like we have to use like a bigger needle because it's a really thick solution and i was like oh okay fine whatever and i watched and i swear to god half the size of my cat and i was like i'm gonna leave now i was like i can't can't do it can't do it he took it like a champ but i felt bad because he was like bleeding afterwards it was a big ass needle but i i like reached my new level of tolerance with all of that stuff so that's like that's the stuff that I don't I feel like if like one of those like if you hear about kids like poking dead animals with sticks and stuff that doesn't bother me but if it's still living I guess I just like feel bad so I don't understand how murderers can like do those things and that's why I don't settle well with it well also Um, there's like psychology on like serial killers there's like there's there was a study they're missing the empathy right isn't that the whole point it's like or like um there's like characteristics of course this is you know it just happenstance but also like it's just kind of like it is kind of like a not a known thing but basically when you're younger like you harm animals you yeah somehow wetting the bed is also like a very common thing like a lot and harming animals and also just fire like i don't know fire is one of them but like there's like a handful of them because many of like serial killers have like the same like obsessions with things or like child like also like bad nurturing and well yeah stuff obviously 
hint. Did you hear about, I'm curious, I didn't look into this that much, but, um, mm-hmm. I'm talking about had nothing to talk murdering about. and um and um whatever else we were talking. Oh, you were talking about the ex boyfriend situation before. Did you hear about the girl that drove her car into? She literally just got convicted. Okay, okay. So she just what? got she just got convicted for murder. Oh, I think Jesus. within the last week. I don't remember where she's from. Um, she is nineteen. And she oh, drove child. her car with her another kid and like her on and off boyfriend in the car. She a hundred miles an hour drove into a wall oh, and oh killed God. both of them. She's alive. And she, I don't know. She's alive. I might be. I don't know if I'm okay. like doing this incorrectly, okay, but uh, yeah. And like, she just got convicted for murder. And apparently like the motive was that like her, she was worried about like, there was like an on and off relationship and she was worried about it being off again so she just decided like i'm gonna kill you it's so like that's a child and yeah you're 19 that's a child that like thinks that like and uh, a there's no consequences b i don't give a shit about anybody else if i don't get what i want then we're all gonna suffer at this point yeah it's also that like invincibility complex when we were younger and that's the like that's the danger gonna... that's the yeah, danger so of dangerous. being that age and uh, i don't know that's so that that Isn't that sucks. that takes things that... to another level yeah and the psychology of that just the psychology of people obviously is very interesting i mean i'm i'm so happy that there are consequences but i think that's what i think that it's a I truly think that it's a compound of I have no consequences and I yeah. get what I want, right? If you teach, if you teach if you your kids, that, yeah, right, that that's that. the most important thing. Those two things like exist over everything else. They're not going to give a shit about anybody else's well-being. Come on, baby. Oh, yeah. And, and that's unfortunate that there's just people that died. I know. Over an on-again, off-again relationship of a 19-year-old. I those thought parents, I like those poor parents. I just I nope. I don't I don't think you're a poor parent in that situation. I think you created your own monster. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we don't know their home life, but I mean, kids, yeah. You know. I think we created our own monster. Say hi, Rigby. Oh, I was like, which one's that one? <laughs> oh, ow! You <laughs> just punched me in the face. Oh boy, man. Um. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> what were we talking about? We did so well. I'm so proud of us. Yeah, we had literally nothing to talk about. For not knowing what we were going to talk about. We covered so many triggers for everybody today. Yeah. yeah. If you are interested in a podcast, it's Serial from the New York Times. Serial as in like serial killer, not serial the food. <laughs> like and, I thought it was. Um, what is it called? Oh, the, the season title is called The Retrievals. How gross is that? Oh, as in like I they're going through IVF. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, and what sucks is that like many of them like not like many of their eggs didn't survive. Like for many That's of these, sad. Just so sad, and they had to go back in and in, and she kept taking their drugs. Oh, crazy. Sorry. Oh. I would. I would not go through a second round. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I would. That's like a Julia wanting to Julius Caesar moment. Like, 
put that girl out on a see i don't have when it's revenge when it's revenge like uh supported then i'm ready to do it i would put her out on like a little little thing out and like the guilty whatever yeah yeah and and just poke her with every everything repeatedly poke her with an ivf needle anywhere i wanted to crazy absolutely crazy because not only are you fucking with someone's body but you're dealing with someone's emotions about having children like that's a torture that's you're torturing them like that's not that that you're that i mean that makes sense right she the serial aspect of that like you suck and also she was like in the ivf room with them I think uh, I hate these stories about things that happen in the medical field though, because I don't trust the medical field already. Um, it makes me trust them less. Right. Especially as women as women that like, you and know. that's worse too. Like, how could you be female and do that <clears throat> to another female? Don't we have enough shit to do? I don't, don't know. we have enough I... shit to do? Yeah, and I forgot what other story. Oh, so yeah, there's a bunch of patients that get interviewed, like a handful of them, and one of them was doing it because she got diagnosed with breast cancer and she wanted to save her eggs until after the like everything, like all her chemo is done, and like she can go back to like she wanted children, and doing that to like someone going through cancer. Like, <sighs> are you kidding me? This is the lacking of empathy, and some I feel like people. I feel like people who unfortunately don't have I don't even want to say coping skills but I feel like people get to a point where they lose their resilience and once you reach that point you truly just can't give a shit about anybody else right you're just in like you get in like this survival mode or like I want to live this addicted to experience something that's as least like stressful as possible so that you can't I can't imagine being that way I don't know but you know something like I have my days where I can blatantly disregard other people but I can't not like that it's so funny we were at um when we went to the concert um at PNC Mm -hmm. so it was me my mom it was we went to go see Dan and Shay so we went um we went because every year we volunteer um, mm. with Mothers Against Drunk Driving mm-hmm. to help raise funds. Um, and yeah. and PNC, I feel like, is always a really good venue to do that because people just need the reminder, like, don't you need a I DD? Don't. Like, don't get blasted. It uh, and yeah. some people were just were annoying about it. Like, are. you can you can get drunk and have your fun, but uh, yeah, whatever. That's a totally well, separate conversation. Um, and I think the thing that really bothers me the most about it is people don't realize it's one of those, and this is another moment where people just can't have empathy because they don't know what they don't know. Um, they don't realize the catastrophe of that experience of like if someone gets into an accident with a drunk driver and gets killed and my mom has a very good friend who has been on the board for mad in like Jersey and New York for all of my life. And Mm -hmm. she had a, I think her daughter was six at the time, her six-year-old daughter and her father were walking home from church and got run over in the road by a drunk driver um 
And uh, this was only like they only know about it because of witness accounts because the guy was never um, found. Oh my god! And they were both killed. That poor woman. And like yeah. people saw it from like the people from the church who were walking out with them watched it happen. Like they only I'm, have witness accounts of watching the person. So, um. I don't think people understand the level of catastrophe that can happen when they are reckless in that way, which is why yeah. I still like to volunteer with them. Um, but we had gone and it was, I don't remember what I started saying, talking about, oh, um, talking about being <laughs> reckless. Um, <laughs> not well under the influence of anything, but it was, was talking about, am I, an, am I the asshole and having empathy for uh-huh. other people? We were in the car and you know how like when, First of all, when you go to PNC, everybody who works there is a toddler. Like they're all 16 they're years old. All, like they're not paying yeah. attention. Especially in the summer. Um, like, yeah. I mean they're not paying attention. And then there's like drunk people around. So do you ever have this experience where when you go somewhere and you know what you're doing or you know where you're going, you know it's supposed to be you know what's supposed to be happening. Yeah. You tend to just like autopilot, autopilot. and just disregard yeah. other mm-hmm. people. Like whether they're giving you instructions or like whatever, you're like yeah. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I've made my decision. Now get out of my way. So like, that's how I get at a place. Like when I've been there before and I know where I'm doing, I know where I'm supposed to be going. I know what's supposed to be happening. Like I kind of would choose to be like, I don't care if you're directing traffic. I'm going over here. I know where I'm supposed to be going. Yeah, that's just how, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that makes me a dick. No, it's also like I feel like, especially with like especially concerts and like concert venues that I've been to like multiple times. I'm like, I know the drill. Like, don't like go through here, and, like, go through there, blah blah. Here's my are, ticket, blah blah. Uh huh. In their defense, there are definitely some people that need them because I watched the lady oh, like, like there are some people. Yes, and I understand that they can't tell the difference between like who knows and doesn't know what's going on, mm-hmm. but. You're not the asshole, is if, if that's your question. It's just an like autopilot. It's also like my mom was like, less... "You're so mean. You're so mean." Why? Like, no, I'm, I'm not mean. What did you do? Did you say something? Or you just well, no, because I was like, I would not, because I wasn't driving, but I was like, you should go over here, go around all these people, and they were like, but they're directing us to park over here, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't care that they're directing you to park over here. I'm telling you, like, I've been here before. I know what we're doing. Like, they don't. Yeah. Like, just go that. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, but I did I did do a good Samaritan thing. I helped a lady. So apparently you have like a limit for how many drinks you can carry as an individual when you're there or how many drinks you can there buy some, when you're there, there. There are some venues, yeah, even like stadiums. And I went to go get my mom a refill on her drink. And I'm listening, like this lady wants to buy, she has like two little cans and she wants to buy like a shot for her dad. And okay. I like hear her on the phone with her dad and she's like, I need you to come over and get your drink. Like I can't bring it to you they won't let me take it and I'm like looking at her and I'm looking at the lady behind the counter and I'm like mm-hmm. I was like where I was, I was like I'm sorry I was like I was like do you need like help can I help you bring this to your dad and she's like yeah. looking at me and I was like because like you know the lawn situation like he was in the middle of the it's, lawn like he's saying, not it's, it's, it's bad that, enough that, you have to carry anything over there yeah. and I was like I looked at the lady behind the counter I was like so she's gonna buy this and I'm gonna carry it is that okay and the lady was yeah. like oh all right. And the woman like looked at me and was like, oh. and we were like talking for a hot second. And then I literally just walked her far enough away from the counter. I was like, there you go. Bye. See you later. <laughs> but I, I think that there, I think that there are appropriate moments in this, in this life and in this world where 
you should be an asshole or you shouldn't be an asshole. And I oh, feel like yeah. the yeah. scale, the Depends scale the goes in, yeah, in either direction. Depends on the situation. Yeah, you can't always be an asshole, but you also can't always not be an asshole. I don't that, think that pushovers are the win either. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not. It is, there's some balance with everything that that included. Because <laughs> I feel like if you lean too hard in either direction, you're going to end up on the cereal show. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to end up being a, either interviewed either or the one the that victim, is. <laughs> yeah, either on trial or the victim that is, you know, no longer with us. Not that <sighs> you should listen to it because you hate true crime, but they, they go into the psychology of women and healthcare and like how yeah. we're so. Because one of the, again, now this is just a serial podcast review. Hey. Um, I'm only on episode three. So one of the women that went through IVF that got the their her drug stolen, like her painkiller stolen, worked, works at, in like, in like the Yale University's like neurology or something. Like she's like a professor or like is like medical, whatever. And she could tell that someone was stealing the drug. Like there was the, she saw the IV and like one of the, the IV, I don't know, I don't know any terminology, was going into someone's pocket, the nurse's pocket. She's the like, drip was going right into her pocket? Something, she, the drip went into her, right? Fine. It was dripping into her. But then another like thing was also outside in her pocket. So, and uh, so the woman was like, oh, she's stealing my drug. Like, there's no way that's I'd have been possible. like, bitch, empty your pockets right now. <laughs> you better but, spoon feed me my medication right now. <laughs> but, the, but the psychology is she thought she was gaslighting herself because as a woman and like the psychology of everyone being like, no, maybe it's just you're not, the drug's not, you, the drug's not, you know, you're not reacting to the drug like other people, blah, blah, blah. So she got like gaslit by everyone. And she believed it, even though she like knew within herself that with her knowledge and expertise and education, that something was wrong. And that's just like being a woman. That part, <laughs> that part's the worst. I say worst. no. I say no more to that. That is, I feel like my mission going forward. I spend so much time specifically I feel like females that are between the ages of like 18 like young adult females because I feel like we get it the worst um because like I say we like I'm still one of them um no, right. <laughs> there's the amount of responsibility and the amount of expectation I feel like all compounds at that age because then everybody wants to take advantage of you because you're still young enough you're old enough yeah. to know better but not but young enough not to know anything not to, that yeah, combination yeah. of those two things mm-hmm. um I feel like I spend so much time reassuring and supporting women with that age group that I work with because of that. That just notion of like, oh, and maybe I am nothing wrong. nothing enrages me more than that experience. Those are the moments where I literally sit back and I go, no, fuck that. No. That's like, yeah, like it's crazy. It's just like I, the belittling of women's. That's my, I feel like part of feeling. my mission is la- in life is to be like, nah, I know myself. I know my body. Like you're wrong. Nah, like girls. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. So it's a good podcast. I always listen to every season because it's very intriguing. They go through different, like not even trials, just instances. Cause one season was about like a board of education. It wasn't even like a serial killer. It was, uh, like, I can't, I can like, only, I can, <laughs> can only, only talk imagine. To you. <laughs> can 
only imagine whose yeah. pockets are getting lined. Yeah, so um, cereal for anyone that is intrigued by the workings of America, honestly. That that sounds like a, ni- a nice title for how everything functions in America. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so yeah, Oy. that's all I got. <laughs> I'm getting distracted by what do you stop eating everything so kittens are great friends but they every everything's a toy everything's a toy everything gets chewed on like the other kitten I no wonder why he ended up getting tapeworms he literally eats everything like it's not food and he's still eating it so now I'm getting distracted by kittens playing um oh my goodness we did it we did it. We did it we again. We talked about we, so much stuff. We continually do it. I didn't even look to see. I did wasn't even paying attention to our, our last week's episode, but we're going to get back on track, listener. I promise. We're going to have topics. We're going to get our lives together. I'm going to be back Figure on like, my normal schedule in like the next two weeks. So I'll be like, you'll be at it with the, with the, we should talk about this this week text. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be good. Wait, what? Well, you know, every time oh, yeah, you I'll lose your cord, you be like, oh, we talk about this. I'm like, all not, right. Not in it, I am. I'm like, I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, I'll be listening. <laughs> the only thing that's going to be interesting, though, is that so much of the stuff that I was taking in, I had my 45-minute drives to work in the morning uh-huh. with yeah, all of my podcasts. But yeah. yeah, but now I only have 15 minutes. Look, I I'll mean, still do it. 15, I'll, I'll still do it. I'll drive around still... the block a couple times before I head out. Well, 15 minutes isn't nothing. That's also... true. You know, so I also listen to podcasts when I'm walking him in the morning for like 30 minutes every day. So like, that's how I get my podcast intake now. He has literally not, he's like MIA. Is he sleeping on the couch again? You can see his little head over here. Oh, I see him by the door. He just like, he doesn't even care. (laughs) It's his nap time. Around like noon, he knocks out. These animals, I swear. I wish I was was my animal. have the best the best lives guys people, go cuddle and take a nap with your pets if you uh, millennial people that have that are no children like household but have pets those pets are spoiled i watched <laughs> uh like an i think i said it to dan there's like this instagram reel that was like this cat like sleeping with its tongue like hanging out of its mouth and his belly all exposed and it was like how i sleep knowing that i have two parents with two 30 year old incomes and yeah. they have no kids <laughs> like because <laughs> i my get dog. all of it yeah my dog yeah when yeah. spoiled i wish yeah the oh. life of our freaking pets. Amen mm-hmm. to them. You know, I don't know. I literally, that's the funniest part is we're, we're outside doing all this work on the deck. And I bought this little like hammock thing that hangs on our sliding glass door window to the backyard. And mm-hmm. the kittens are just like knocked out. Knocked out. <laughs> on that. What, baby? Why are you meowing at me? Come here. They're just well, knocked out on the hammock, and you see Dan in the background, like sweating his ass off, cleaning the deck. I'm like, yeah, this is this is our life. This is I, our life. Yes, yeah. we we work for these uh right, these animals. Right. Oh, oh, you're falling. Come here. Come here. Urgh. Everything we do is for you to have a good life. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Maybe you got some interesting information about what weirdness is going on in the world or a weird thing that your body's capable of doing today, but we will get back on track in future episodes. So come make sure you come back and hang out with us and new episodes are going up. What day? Monday mornings now. Monday mornings. So you can Great. sit with us on your way to work. Okay. Bye. Hey.